It's Monday, the 19th of March. It's audio podcast time! Hooray, the audio podcast! This is episode number 51, The Drop. So we've been having fun trying to make the Google Hangout work this evening. And, um, well, it's, you can hear the three of us, but it's the the ability to be in the Hangout as a page, as the audio podcast, rather than as our individual selves, is um, has been removed somehow, or it's not working, but the invite button's not working at all. And, um, yeah, so there's not likely to be any random drop-ins today. Uh, but we should introduce ourselves. I'm Scott Hewitt. I'm Scott McLaughlin. I'm Samuel Freeman. Yay. So we're all here, though. I'm very happy. As always, our show notes are at wiki.theaudiopodcast.co.uk. And as I said, this is uh, show number 51. Yeah. So let's do some news, shall we? Well, the first news item is it's uh, PI Day. Pi Day. Pi Day, well, it has been on the 14th a few days ago. Um, that's because it was 3.14, wasn't it? That's how it works. That's it? that's the idea. It's a bit of a tenuous kind of thing. Just, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's recognized all over the place. And of course, in a couple of months' time, there'll be Tau Day at um, 6.28. But Very true. The, yeah. <laughs> is that yeah. it? That is it. Well, it's, it's an annual thing. And the um, microsound.org have a project every year, or they have done most every year since 2003-ish. Yep, I think looking at the drop-down menu of different projects, there is Pi Day 2003, 4, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And I I contributed a track this year. And the idea is to make an MP3 of exactly 3 minutes and 14 seconds in length, which uses the number Pi in the title and audio somehow. That's pretty cool. Very cool. So there's 11 tracks on there, and it's interesting. Like I've submitted this tune, but there's um, you know, at, at no point did I ever see anything that mentioned copyright or anything, and can't see anything that I I like that. Let's just not even talk yeah. about it. Exactly. Oh, we, I did just talk about it, but you know, this is a kind of meta to the fact. So yes. within you the thing, it, you mentioned it up with the point that you're mentioning the fact that it's not being mentioned, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. The one thing that is missing, in my opinion, is um, there's no download all button. You can download, the tr- there's, there's links to each individual MP3, but there's not an option to um, one click to get them all, which, Fair enough. but that's a very minor thing. I mean, <laughs> so Sam, did you take a listen to, to them? Is, is there any kind of overriding pie sound that's, that's happened? Well, there might be, because I made mine in complete isolation. I think I may have listened to, I've, I have listened to other things in the past. Um, and I was a bit, I, I did it, you know, kind of, I didn't spend that long on it. I probably spent two two or three sessions. I could have spent pie sessions on it, but I didn't. Um, across <laughs> <laughs> across a couple of days. And I think I've put the patch online. It's all made in a single max patch, and it uses pie, obviously. It's not that interesting. But yep. it, it felt quite detached, the audio that was coming out. I, I was using um, some codes. I was using TanX tilde and COSX tilde. Um, to get a waveform shape going through from a zero to pi phaser. And then after that, I kind of, you know, I kind of patched, messed it around until it sounded better than it did a minute ago. But at no point did I ever say, yeah, that's it. it it's algorithmic composition is very kind of arm's length sort of way of working, which is not what I'm used to. But having heard all 11 tracks play through at three minutes, 14 each, 
mine sits around the middle of that quite happily. I think they're listed by alphabetical order of title. And yeah. They, That's pretty cool. I mean, it, it's got high nerd value, so and that's, that's okay, tiny. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a nice distraction from PhDing and things like that. <laughs> who's, who's making background noises? What's going on there? Okay. Shall we move on? That's, yes. that's news. It exists there, uh, and it will autoplay if you open it. <laughs> that's why I haven't autoplayed it, auto opened it, and stayed very silent for that item, actually. <laughs> but from one a uh, legendary constant to another legendary constant, uh, the Commodore. <laughs> you like that Commodore sixty four synthesizer sessions part one, a free sample pack. Yeah, we mentioned last week a um, chip tuny VST thing, which was put in as much for balance on the Apple emphasis because it was Windows only. But it was here. We have something which is not emulating, but actually using the famous SID chip to make sounds so and if this is free samples completely free you do whatever you want with them great downloadable things yeah. so this is, is that, part of it is it samples of the the kind of midi type and 8-bit type sounds that it makes or is it also samples of the machinery noises it uh, is I'm, am i stretching it too far there no no it's um this is samples of its audio output oh yeah legend of sid stuff yeah yeah and so yeah, there's three sets, and they are kind of synth things, which each in each folder there is audio files for different pitches, so various octaves of C, G sharp, whatever, sure. so that you could, and also patches, so that you can put that into um, contact or something else. Can't remember what the other one was. Uh, short circuit. Um, Short circuit, yeah. I, I don't actually know what Which that I'm is. Which I'm not familiar with, no. No, no never actually. Yeah. Oh, a new thing for us. Ooh, a new thing. Mm -hmm. Something new and cool. Ah. Cool. Great. I, I, my friend had a, we didn't have a Commodore 64, we had a Commodore VIC-20. Wow. We had three games and I played them to death. <laughs> but my friend had a had a 64 and, and a tape loading one, and oh, that was the sounds out of the tape loader, that was truly awesome. I, yeah. I want to see a sample back of tape loader sounds from from back then. It must be out there. Maybe I'll look for it for next week. Yeah, I remember the tape loading. You'd sit and wait 15 minutes for your game to load or whatever. Yeah. Or it, I don't know how long it actually was, but as a child, it felt like a long time as the tape goes through. And just listening to that sound going, how does the computer know what to do? Well, we used to, to, to buck the, 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 the mythology of kids just sitting around playing computers, while we were waiting for the game to load, we'd go outside and play tennis or football or something. So we did all our athletic activities while waiting for the game to load. <laughs> yeah, I thought there's a pleasant irony to that. There is, there is. But these days you've got Wii and Connect, and people are getting athletic whilst playing a game, in theory, or something. Who knows? Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> Back in my day, we played actual games, and then actual game games. Anyways, and, and I see that we've also linked to the fact that the um, um, Afro um, Afro DJ Mac has released a one of his Ableton Live packs using these uh, uh, Commodore sixty four drum sounds. Yes, indeed. So this this sample pack one that we've just been talking about is part one of a series, which is new this week. But previously, the same author has released a um, I don't know how you say that M S S I A H drummer sample pack. So Commodore sixty four creating drum sounds and it's those sounds that have been sampled by afro dj mac in his afro dj rack for ableton live Woo. which and that's number 51 and we're on number 51 too so we got double linked hey. last week there how good is that that's pretty cool <laughs> very cool I, I appreciate these little coincidences but don't make the world go around 
So, speaking of around the world, sort of. Um, <laughs> Good link. And, synth and synthesis and stuff like that. The next item is patchwork beta. Now, let's, let's just be careful with the spelling here. This is patchwork W-E-R-K, not patchwork the old pre-max thing or pre-open music thing. Patchwork W-E-R-K. Yep. Yeah. And this is a project which lets you control a massive analog synth from within your browser, and it streams the audio back to you and everyone else connected. Now, the massive analog synth, of course, is not within your browser. You're controlling it from within the browser. You're sending signals over to the synth, which is where again? It's at the there. MIT Museum or oh, something or other. And so it was... it's a big patch bay cables everywhere type synth in the basement of, the, of MIT that you send control messages to? Yep, so there's an interface that has um, three of it has a number of knobs, a number of buttons, a number of switches, and um, cool. they're connected to motorized knobs in the on the synth in the museum. So if and there can be up to ten controllers online controlling it. So if you turn this thing on your web interface, then within the museum the knob will turn. And also if someone physically in the museum at the synth turns the knob, then you will see that reflected on your screen also. That's pretty cool. Do we know how they did it? Nope. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Personally, I don't. And the, <laughs> the information might be there. <laughs> I meant the Wii in, in universal terms. The universal yeah, I can't, I can't speak for the universal Wii, just, okay, just me personally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find out, but I can't. No, the universe just doesn't know. And, and Someone in MIT knows, but that's it. I can't find that quick enough, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the click-through that I did went, went to the in, read more about this synth, which has gone to a, a, um, a page which is almost of... It's, it's, I won't say that. Um, yeah, it was, built in, it was built between 1974 and 1988, this synth. Yoink. Yeah. Yeah. Keyboard of the Month by Keyboard Magazine in December 96. <laughs> why, why do I have an image of a, a uh, well, not scantily clad, but attractively clad lady with big hair holding this keyboard on the front of the magazine? She'd that, need a lot of favorite. hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 70s, man. They had big hands. I do think they drove those huge trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Moving are, are on. There, actually, are there examples nope. of the, the sounds out there, the patchwork sounds? It would be, is, is it like a streaming thing you can listen to? Or Yep, you, you don't have to control it if you go to the link from wiki.theaudiopodcast.co.uk, the um, top one that is, out of mm -hmm. the two linking to this sort of story. Um, then... Yeah, it streams straight off. It starts, noise comes out. Oh, do you have to press a button? I don't know if it auto starts or not. It might do. Well, but it's there. It's it's a bit of a, in terms of actually controlling it. I had a go on this the other day, and there's bound to be some sort of latency just because of the audio feed. Yeah. But and with it being a massive audio, a massive synth, and you're probably only controlling a small part of it, and yet I think you're listening to the whole thing. Oh right. I don't know. I don't. It's not clear, but I certainly couldn't myself find any link of causality between what I was doing and what was coming out. Right. Okay. I guess though it could be that the the web interface, the the gestures going into the web interface, are being aggregated and then applied to the synthesis, perhaps. Maybe. Or perhaps only one person is actually driving it at any one time. 
and for, only should... for a few moments or something perhaps there's there's lots of examples of other technologies on the web where there's multiple users doing stuff in actual real time across different places so there's no reason why that couldn't be the case but there is always the question of who's if two people were turning the knob at the same time who would yeah. get it but when i was there there was only well there was between one and five users in the 10 minutes i used that i was there people coming and going um but about 53 listeners apparently throughout that time around that number Fair um because when you join you're automatically listening and then you have to choose to collect it but, I don't know. I'd like to know more, but as it is, it's still a cool thing. Just the idea of it is good enough for me. Cool. That's very cool. Should we move on? Should we move on again? Yeah. So from big hardware to small software, it's not that small. It's Audacity. This is like, this is the ultimate floss thing for audio. I use it all the time. Yeah, same here. So um, yeah, it's it's Audacity version two. <clears throat> Is, is finally released. They've been running a whole load of one-point beaters for a while, but this is a version 2 release for Vaudacity. I was pretty excited to see, actually. Yeah, yeah same here. Um, just checking through some of the new features here, one thing that caught me out, that, that caught my attention straight away is um, a, a new, there is now a kind of mixer board interface with uh, Protract VU meters. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. It did have a kind of mixer board before, but it wasn't really, so that looks like it'd be good. They've, um, there's four... Although it's complete, it was, although Audacity is cross-platform for Linux, Windows, and Mac, there is on Windows and Mac only. There's Gverb is now in there. Um, there's a vocal remover, which I think is across everything. And um, there's lots of little bits, isn't there? I think there's like a the time recorder, in time recorder feature in there, so you can get it to record for a certain amount of time. And they've done some work with the uh, crash recovery, so it will actually automatically recover itself. If um if something goes wrong, which is a nice feature in a, in your recording platform. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> it also says it's got um you can import audio from video files, but that was possible anyway. I if you um take a well, you don't need to anymore because now it can do it natively in version two, but in version one point whatever, if you took a dot mov file and changed its extensions dot wav and then drag and drop it onto Audacity, it quite happily sucks the audio out. Huh, that's pretty cool. Is that because the .mov is just a container format? So if you change it to so, .mov, yeah. it yeah. just it, it just looks for the bit that looks like audio and sucks it in. Yep, and even if it's the wrong format, even if it's not .wav format in there, it's probably .dir. It's probably AIF or yeah. A, a, but it it, it seems to cope. Sure that it can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, cool. That's cool. No, I I had one little one little bugbear because I thought I would you know well I thought I would use version two tonight actually when I do the post on the post on the show, depending on which recording I end up using. Okay. And I was a little bit annoyed to discover that um, I had to, um, when I dragged it across into my application, it asked me to commit to getting rid of the other version, which I didn't feel able to. So I renamed the older version just to be on the safe side. And then when I finally got it in, I had to go and find, I had to actually download the lame library again because it just couldn't, it just refused uh. to and to take it on, even though it had been the one that I'd been using and with the old one point series. So perhaps oh, okay. it's a, uh, Perhaps my lame library was too old, and there's a new lame library release or something. But I, I don't know. I was a little. It was a little bit annoying to have to go through those steps again just to get over what is basically a licensing problem, which is just why you know intellectual property right is problematic. But anyway, that's it, you know. Yeah, that is annoying. 
But that, that was, otherwise, it looks pretty good. I've had a quick play of it, and I was really quite happy. So that's cool. And, and now that you've told us, Scott, I won't be annoyed by that because I'm expecting it. So yeah, I have downloaded true. Audacity too, but um, haven't unzipped it or whatever yet. I, I'm unzipping it as we speak. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Research in action. Nice. <laughs> I, I will note that the foot the footprint appears to have gone up a little bit. It used to be a little bit smaller. It's coming in at like 60 mag now, but that's still pretty small for an audio program. Not as small as Reaper though. Quiet, Scott. You just got a little bit quieter. That's because I moved back a tiny bit from the mic. One of those mics. There we go. Hey. <laughs> we have cool. I'm, I'm gonna just yeah, just as we move into the next item. But um, yeah, we're we're trying to make Quiet Scott not Quiet Scott anymore. So he has like a what well, he has a, a dodgy USB sound card plugged in now, don't you? I I have a very very useful tiny one in one out USB sound card plugged in to which I have a Bayer Dynamic MCE seven twenty. Something like that. Uh, Battery-powered mic plugged into, which seems to be working just fine. Excellent. Although I'm still quiet. Yeah. I'll I'll say it now because I, I might we might remember then it towards the end of the show so that we don't break everything in the world. Um, maybe you could do the, um, you could demonstrate the robot of Dune voice towards the end. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, we should try that. All right, we'll definitely try that. But going going from something which is uh which is normally well going from quiet Scott to something which is definitely very loud uh, the uh, tractor control F1 interface. Woo! This is um, from Native Instruments and it has a grid of multicolored buttons and some and four short throw faders and four dials and some other stuff. Yeah, cool. it's it's due in May and it's being billed as the world's first remix deck. Ah. Really? Oh, fair enough. I can buy, I can buy that. Now, tractor control. Software. When I read that this was a tractor control, um, I pictured something, you know, with little pretend decks on it, that kind of thing, maybe a little left to right fader. Um, but no, it has none of those things. Well, I think it's designed to work in partnership with some of their other interfaces, isn't it? Yeah. Which have those things on them. So this is uh, kind okay. of mm. a bit in the middle, perhaps. This is the line at the end. Yeah, expand the creative potential of your setup with or without time code vinyl. Yeah, they're assuming you're adding this in as part of more other stuff. Yeah. And as is always the case with uh, Native Instruments, they have a really, you know, they have a really well put together produced video of this is it working and this is it kind of happening sort of thing. Which is kind of cool. That's nice, you know. And it looks really cool. One thing I noticed, I don't know if, if you guys have looked closely, but all the promotion photos suggest you use it in kind of one orientation, but then the demonstration video actually uses it in a different orientation, <laughs> which I which I thought was pretty cool. So I kind of like that as a you know maybe you want to use this the other way around kind of thing. I thought that was kind of neat. So yeah, but there we go. I like that. That's cool. Uh, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Oh, I just can't keep up. Well, this brings us back to Music Messer. Oh, sorry, Music Messer. Music we Messer. Have a we have a leak. This is, this is gossip in action, people. It is. So it officially kicked off last week, apparently, and now we've got the apparent first leak, which is a new Korg, Korg uh, no, sorry, a new Nord keyboard. It's not a Korg kneeboard. Ooh. It's, that that it's, was like a, the synth version of some sort of Freudian slip. It was, but actually it, it is indeed because it's accordion shapes. Now, it, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say there we go should we move on <laughs> I like that the first comment on the page is uh, poker will never be the same 
No. <laughs> this is this isn't true. Do you think this is do you think this is a joke? Yeah. Oh, Snopes time. Yeah, I, I when I returning to it now, when I added it to list, I didn't it didn't occur to me it might not be true, but Oh come on, they call it an, an, an Nordian. That's so cool. <laughs> By they I mean the people who have made this up. Hey, someone's gonna make this, even if it's not Nord. But I mean, you know, this this is not that unlikely. There are there are plenty of uh, breath controllers out there. Yep. There are plenty of keyboard-based controllers. Why not just mix the two into an air keyboard controller? Just just because this one isn't real, that doesn't mean that another one's not going to come out. I say next year, this will be in every kid's stocking. Or maybe we could have like a, an accordion-style um, uh, mini moog. Not mini moog. What am I trying to say? Somebody jump in here and rescue me. <laughs> you're on your own, Scott. We don't know what you're talking oh, about. Wait, I have one behind me. Monotron. There we go. Hooray. Monotron. That's what I was looking out for. Anyways, someone else take over. I, 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 don't, I don't believe it. Maybe, maybe I'll be, yeah. Well, it's, no, it's I, well, anyway, whether or not there is an accordion-shaped Nord in, to be announced at Music Mesa is an, an irrelevant because Music Mesa will be happening from March the 21st to the 24th, which is next week. <laughs> so there you go. Awesome. Which is this week. It's Monday, isn't it? So that's this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about to happen. So, so going from, from, from what may or may not be true, but it's probably not true to something that is definitely true. Renoise 2.8.0 has been released. Yep. New Renoise. Re-Renoise. Renoise. Renoise release. Um, so well, what do we know about new? So it's got new so it's full 64-bit support now, although that's been in there since it's a Linux since 2.5. But... Well, the thing is that we've actually, over the last couple of, well, over the last, what, is it since November or something, there's been the various, I think they made it to eight betas, didn't they, of, for 2.8? So well, a lot of them now. We we've actually talked over quite a lot of their beaters. So while this is the finished product, the two point eight two point eight point version release here, a lot of it is kind of old news. Ah, <laughs> oh, typing. Stop typing. Who is typing? <laughs> that was not me at all. Wait, how am I quiet on the vocal mic, but the keyboard, which is like a foot away from the mic, is loud? Maybe we're getting both mics through. Maybe you're actually using your internal mic and not the. Oh my god. That's your microphone that you're scratching. That's yeah. really loud. But that's the one that. No, oh, this doesn't make any sense. Anyways, never mind. Oh, false advertising from Quiet Scott. He's not using the stuff he said he was. No, I'm not. But I was. I thought I was. <laughs> maybe okay. something. Maybe something changed when you did the Robot of Doom voice. I think that must be what happened. Oh. I'm gonna try and reinstate it soon. All right. Uh, I'll okay. I'll I'll deal with my audio problems here. So sorry about um so, to the makers of Renoise, we we apologize for um, the interruption to the noise coverage of your release. But <laughs> so you get full sixty-four bit support, which is obviously if you've got a, a machine running a sixty-four bit OS, that's cool. If you've got a whole stack of memory in it and a you know sixty-four bit processor, then it's also nice to be able to run native, nice and fast and easy. Um, it does, however, allow you to use thirty-two bit code versions still if you want to via via the code inside, it, which is nice. And the pattern matrix has been uh, reworked as well, which is pretty cool. And you can now kind of group and uh, gr group things up as, with tracks, and it has collapsing in there as well, which is kind of neat because then you can obviously you can see the detail in the tracker as you want to, but then you can collapse it to go and work with other stuff. Which, um, which I know um, we have a well, I have a friend who works on a um, who works on a kind of netbook with a small screen, and being able to get that kind of interface is a really cool 
you know, being able to compress things down for the interface is a really kind of important thing at times. So mm -hmm. that's pretty cool stuff. Um, so, oh, with uh, some more DSP effects as well. Multi-tap delay, multi-tap delay, a repeater for stuttery goodness. <laughs> oh, a, a DSP exciter to make your mixes sparkle. I just don't like those things. I'm sorry, but maybe theirs sounds great. Mm. Yeah. 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 Has an improved spectrum view. I like that they've got side by side comparison of two spectrums. I think that means overlaid. I've been I've been asking for this for years. Why people do it? And there it is, an example of it. Hopefully, everyone will do that. That's very cool. Yeah. And um, it no longer needs QuickTime on Windows. Cool. And a and a new Jack implementation on Linux, which is you know, that's kind of cool. So yeah. That's pretty Sweet. cool. I I do like Renoise. Every time I play with it, I think it looks great. Actually, I just, you know, what I mean, yeah. I had a little play with it. I found it a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I think. So surely the next time we have these kind of new stuff released ones, should we do some sort of some sort of face out comparison of like which piece of software this this week has more new stuff in it? <laughs> I mean, it would be meaningless and and possibly amusing, but I'm I'm only going for the amusement angle there rather than the meaningful angle. Yeah. No, no, there's mm. widespread lack of support for this idea. I'm just musing over, because like, Renoise is a tracker-style sequencing thing, and I have, I have zero nostalgia for this, because it's something that I've only come across in the past five years or so. It's not some, I've, I kind of, my early computer post, well, apart from, we, I, we had a Condor 64, but we only had games on that. We didn't have any music things. And then I went straight to the Atari with Cubase or Cubasis. So oh. I have no... Yeah. You must have had some time with Fruity Loops, though, at some point. No? I had some Fruity Loops time. I had some Fruity Loops, but I don't remember it being... I mean, maybe that's... Maybe, actually, maybe my only Fruity Loops contact was through the metadata you could put into WAVs through it. I don't know if I actually ever used it. I don't know, Fruity Loops. No. I, never, I, never, I don't remember it being a tracker. I remember, I remember it. I don't know. My my brain's falling out of my ear now. So I'm fairly sure because Fruity Loop worked in a similar way, but it, did, it didn't go horizontal, vertically down the screen. It went horizontally across, didn't it? In the same way that, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm just sitting here thinking my my next example is going to be like hydrogen. You know, the the open source drum drum kind of synth, but then maybe maybe the differentiation between a tracker general as opposed to a drum synth running on a grid is maybe that's the difference you're highlighting there in which case fruity loops is definitely a drums on a grid so yeah maybe it is because i can think of lots of examples of back in the day drum things that were on grids but not general purpose trackers i mean i remember in logic there was you could view the data in tracker type style mm. so but it was there like as a as an alternative way of viewing things rather than in yeah. my experience, the main thing that I would use. But... Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> what a weekend to the to the news section. Indeed so. So shall we get into the plunder then? <clears throat> Let's do it. Arr. Arr. Plunder on. Plunder Arr. time. So first of all, uh, Sound on Sound now have an iPad version of the magazine, which is available for a subscription charge. There you go. Woo. Okay. Um, there is <laughs> this, this auto plays when you hit the button. It goes. It's a YouTube. I've already, I haven't. If I if I play it, will it come through yours? No, it won't. But I'm not going to do it anyway. I haven't watched this. I can say what it is because I can read the title. It's a dubstep class. 
Yeah. Oh, this is hilarious. Everyone should watch this. Your life will be better if you watch this. Now, if I draw your attention to our ongoing tagging process, you notice that this is tagged as a video, but not tagged as a tutorial. And okay. there's a reason for that, because this isn't actually a dubstep tutorial. It is rather the title of the video is a dubstep tutorial. So I think this is a tutorial for life, this video. <laughs> you will learn lessons from this. Yes. And our show <laughs> title is actually and our show title for this week is actually taken from the video as well. So. Oh, so it is. <sighs> okay. That's kind of fun. And then another day, as while it was Pi Day, it was also a dynamic range day. <laughs> last week as well. Which I think is I mean, far more music-related. It certainly is, although the, the, the PR people in the Dynamic Range uh, War camp, or, you know, the, the, they could have maybe renamed this in a more entertaining or ear-catching way. Yeah. Am I just being unfair there? Is that just... Um, I don't know. I think... I, I, uh, Dynamic Range... No, I think that's fine. Dynamic Range Day. PRD, you're happy with that? All right. Yeah. Uh, I will take back my my rejection. Because the, what they're promoting is the is the preservation of dynamic range in music, in recorded music. So instead of using audio, not we're not talking about data compression. Of course, no. It doesn't even say that in the title. No one mentioned that till I did. Um, <laughs> instead of compressing the dynamic range out of everything it, in pursuit of the loudness war that they speak of. Maintaining quiet bits and loud bits. <laughs> sounds good to me. Well, it, it sounds good good to me. So obviously what I'm going to do is uh, when we finish recording the show is I'm going to compress this all flat again. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so you can, uh, you've got plenty of range for being able to hear us walking down the side of a, you know, drowning out that bus that's about to knock you over on the side of the pavement. That's a, hmm, maybe not mm. such a good idea there. Sorry. Mm. What else? <laughs> oh, oh, this has not but, been a vintage show, has it? <laughs> oh. oh well, that's just made it to the end of the plunder, though. It's okay. Hooray! 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 One way of looking at it. Oh, okay. I'll be back. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so we um we, I, last week uh, Sam put a little uh, appendix on the end of the show talking about um the audio podcast being live in your studio. Um, yeah. I haven't really committed any resources to actually doing anything else about that other than noting the fact it was something to do. So what I'd suggest we do is maybe people could maybe tweet us or something, and that might just work. Yeah. Or email, and maybe rather than making this a competition, why, why don't we see everyone that gives us a viable option? We'll try and... Um, we, we, yeah. Hang on. Should we be talking about this? We have not discussed this ahead of line. So without committing to it as an idea, maybe we could do some kind of tour if that if there were enough flexible dating places which geographically aligned in such a way as to make it possible. I like that, yes. Yeah. Well, they don't need to be geographically aligned so much because we're going to do them on Mondays, aren't they? So. Oh, yeah. It's not like we're going to go from one to the next. Yeah, tell you what. So how about you send us a day... If you send us a day, if you send us a day of a Monday, you'd like us to come do the show in your studio, then that's awesome. And yeah, I'm saying you, you bid, and if you're the highest bidder for that day, we will turn up. And if you're not the highest bidder for that day, we'll let you know, and you can bid for another day. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. But we're only going to do four of these maximum. That's the maximum limit for. Okay. Because I, I, you know, I'm not spending every Monday of 
the summer <laughs> driving around places around barbecuing because you still get your barbecue. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a, you still get your free barbecue and you can have you know your friends around for the show or whatever. That's fine. We don't mind that. That could be fun. We'll probably get nobody want now. They'll be like, man, we don't want them to come to our house. It's just too much studio. They just mess it up. They're... <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> Maybe that'd be what happens. Uh, so um, I didn't check my notes because I just kind of ran in. But do we have a show next week or is this? I think we said we were going to do all of March. So yes, oh, there's so one we got, more. We got yeah, a show next week. Cool. All right. So we're doing all of March, which is at least one more show. So that's cool. And then when, when we get to the last show, we'll tell you what's going to happen for our little break because we're going to have a little Easter break and then we'll be back afterwards. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Cool. So uh, this was uh, show number 51, the drop of the audio podcast. Um, I've been Scott Hewitt. I've been Scott McLaughlin. I've been Samuel Freeman. I'd like to hear the robot death voice doom, robot of doom. Uh, I, I'm just going to have to keep talking because I don't even know how I made the robot voice of doom. You, 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 this. You'll have Ooh. to tell me when it comes on, because I basically have no idea uh, at all. I, there was, there was a glitch there, learning. but the glitch stopped. Oh. Oh. That, try flicking it off and on a few times. Yeah, I'm going to try doing it on this. What happens if I turn this off? This really seemed to mess it up last time. Let's try that. Any, anything? No, 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 that's the glitch. No, no. that's the glitch. An amazing oh, end to an amazing well. show. We tried. Fail, 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 fail. Okay, I'll stop talking now. It's really not working. Ah... <laughs> uh... Nope, nothing. Okay, mm. that's goodbye from us. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>